Hi everyone, it's Marilis here. So, do you remember the last time you built a relationship with a brand during a commercial or an ad or a magazine ad? Well, I don't remember. And when it comes to building meaningful relationships, building no like trust in marketing and a lot of content in different formats, events are one of the fastest and best ways. So this is precisely what we discuss in this episode with the one and only Ruby Sweeney. Hi everybody, it's Marilis and Laura and we are from Powerful Marketers. If you are a business owner or a marketer with a product or service you believe in, this is the right place for you. Because when it comes to business success, we believe that no one wins alone. We all need to be connected, inspired and supported to grow. Thanks for being here today and let's get started. Hello, hi listeners. So today we have a guest on the show and we are talking about a fascinating topic, how to leverage events in marketing. And I am so excited to introduce you to Ruby Sweeney, who is my dear business friend from Scotland. Hello, Ruby. Hello, Marilise. I love that I've been introduced as a business friend. I definitely feel the same about you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And just a few more words about you so our listeners would know. Ruby is the founder of the Events Hub and has been in the industry for over 20 years. So since she was a baby, I assume. And <laughs> I know that she has rapidly grown her company in the last few years and has been recognized many times. I know recently you were named one of the most influential women in events 2022 and a great British Entrepreneur Awards and Businesswoman finalist. Wow. Tell us about that, Ruby. Yes, yeah, so I guess that the COVID pandemic has really acted as that catalyst for me as a woman in business, uh, a woman in events or marketing, and as a as an entrepreneur it was it was really an opportunity to come out of my comfort zone and learn mm -hmm. and do things differently because the whole the whole world uh, business everything was in chaos and it was an opportunity to just step out of what was comfortable and just try new things make new collaborations test things and that for me that growth personally and professionally really kind of put our business on a on another level so for me the pandemic was was a huge opportunity to just do something new, do something different and to grow in many ways. Wow, congrats. That's amazing what you have done, really. <laughs> Thank you so much. So regarding to the topic today, I don't know if you remember the last time you built a relationship with a brand during a, let's say, commercial or a magazine ad? Well, I don't remember that. <laughs> and because when it comes to building no like and trust in marketing, I think events are one of the fastest ways. You agree with me, right? Oh, 100%, Marilise. And, and, and this is a start for kind of pre-pandemic because events was the number one offline marketing activity that brands and businesses trusted in to help grow their business and meet their objectives. Now, I feel that we're, we're getting to those levels once more in 2023 and beyond. 
and that events are essential to businesses, marketeers, entrepreneurs of all levels, all sizes, all sectors, and that they should be taken so seriously and they should be planned for strategically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. Let's highlight why events are so significant for, for one business. I, I could say that you can align it uh, also with your company strategy and values mm -hmm. and showcase it right in the, during the event. And another thing that I see is um, you can foster your relationships, but I know you have a list of things at least. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. And, and, and I'm glad that you started with strategy because strategy is that one place where everybody should start with events. And I, I see time and time again that so many organizations, so many individuals can be reactive towards events and we're not proactive enough. So we need to strategize about events in the same way that we look at business objectives, marketing objectives, sales targets, and, and get really smart about how we leverage events because it's easy for us to go, I went to the exhibition and I didn't get my return on investment, or I went to this networking event and just did kind of a scattergun approach and I didn't get anything from it, or the quality wasn't great. But actually, are you approaching different types of events with a strategic plan around, okay, I'm gonna go to this networking event and have one really good conversation or I'm going to go to this two day exhibition and I'm going to have five really great in interactions. So we have to get very strategic about events and build that plan into our business or organizational plans, just like we would with anything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I love how you mentioned the uh, being proactive, because one thing that I think companies are missing is that you can, of course, you can build tons of trust around your brand because, mm -hmm. you know, of the event, but you can market yourself via those necessary mediums, yeah. formats, platforms, you know, before the event, after the, after the event. What do you think? Absolutely. A, a great example is one of my clients at the moment, one of the projects they're working on, they have an, a, an exhibition next week. It's a two day exhibition and they are, they have, I've been speaking with the, the project managers. They've done outreach. So pre-event outreach and they've sent out 50, 60 emails to the target audience that are coming along next week. And they've had really good conversations on email already about meeting on the booth, the conversations they want to have. One of them has had an invitation to a podcast. So it's about kind of the, the warm up before you even get to an event and having a clear process to say, pre-event we'll do this, at the event we're going to do this, and these, uh, this is how we're going to measure our, our, you know, our success and what does that success look like? And then post-event we're going to do X. So it's, it's about process, um, but built into that, as you say, it's about the, the brand, it's about relationship building, it's about the networking. And those things are so key now. And that's one of the biggest, one of the biggest factors, I think, that that came back after the, the pandemic or came forward, I should say, after the pandemic. We're moving forward, we're not going backwards. But it's it's around the the idea that you, you want to get back to, to to building relationships and seeing people. And and that's the number one thing, you know, whether you're building a brand, personal or business or wanting collaborations or wanting lead generation, it's about relationship building. And 
yes, we can absolutely do that in the virtual space. I'm not dismissing that because we, we do virtual and hybrid events, but a lot of people have missed the face-to-face the -face connection. And actually the social aspect of getting to events and exhibitions is massive. And there are lots of stats that I've been reading recently around the success of exhibitions at the moment because of the, the way people can connect, get their brands out there, showcase, talk to people, you know, meet lots of different objectives. But again, it's just being very clear with yourself, or with your team around what your objectives for your events are. And the number one focus is relationship building. It's not, I'm going to go to this event, I'm going to get this ton of leads. You know, it's definitely about the quality and the quality is what your relationships are built on. Mm -hmm. I love that. So we promised to dive into how to leverage um, events. So can yeah. you bring us another showcase maybe? Because it's so interesting to hear what companies are doing actually. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's it's interesting because we are a service-based business. So whenever I think about my business or my company, I think about service. But you know, a lot of our clients may have products or softwares or, or platforms that they that they need to um, showcase to the to, to to the world or to their sectors or, or to the the people that are interested in in what they do. And what's fascinating is that you can have attendance at say a conference but you can split your 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 showcase so to speak at a conference into so many things so it could be having a delegate at a conference and that's it it could be sponsoring it could be speaking it could be a booth if there's an exhibition area as well it could be sponsoring the the post conference drinks so it could be more on the social program so there are lots of different ways that one event can split down into other areas where you can connect with the people that you want to build those relationships with. And that can be quite the showcase, you know, when you look at all those different elements of an event and how you can have an impact. So what I'm saying is that you can identify, and this is where the proactivity comes back in, is identify the sorts of conferences or events or interactions that you want to get involved with, the experiences you want to create, and how best you can leverage those things. So there may be certain events that there's, it's not worth sponsoring. It, you know, you may not want to have a booth, but you may want to um, perhaps have a um, you know, kind of bring together a gathering of, of people at a conference if there's a huge amount of your, your target audience there anyway, and you just want to bring maybe 10 really key people together and, and take them out for a drink or go for a meal. Mm -hmm. So it's about looking at the, the best use of people's time when they're attending an event, but it's also about identifying which events, experiences, conferences, webinars, etc., are going to achieve those targets that you have set for your organization or your company. Mm -hmm. So what I hear you say is it all comes down to the meaningful relationships, just give them value and build those relationships. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And from, from the organizer side, so from our side as the organizers, we need to be providing the attendees or partners or sponsors mm -hmm. or exhibitors with the data, the, the intelligence around who is coming, what this event is about, and really focusing and, and niching down on what our event is looking to achieve so that on the flip side, those attendees, partners, sponsors, exhibitors know exactly what effort, what energy, what resources, what budgets to put against those events and those interactions. Because 
we we can't hide behind kind of mediocre events anymore and that's mm -hmm. where we're at we we can't mm -hmm. hide behind mediocre events we have got to be putting on quality events and again so my recent reading uh, just yesterday actually was about absolutely quality over quantity whereas before you know we want hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at this conference that you know that could have changed now and we're looking at maybe the quality of the people or the 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 role of the the company uh, of that person in a company for example and what they might be doing in their role so actually they are absolutely the right person for this event as opposed to we just need loads of people to fill these seats so the 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 mindset i think has shifted and continues to shift and if it hasn't shifted yet then you're probably rapidly running out of time to hide behind an event that isn't really that successful or impactful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So quality or quantity brings me to the topic of AI. I'm not sure why, but it just did. Yeah. <laughs> so how has this AI actually uh, changed the events management? Yeah, so in terms of AI, there's been there's been a lot going on in events as well as so many sectors just mm -hmm. now. And mm -hmm. there's there's AI in in content planning of the say for conference sessions, there's AI in the use of event tech, AI mm -hmm. in say translations and captions and these sorts of things for content, whether it's live or whether it's post event recordings. There's AI for a whole host of things that we're just sort of getting to get, getting to understand and, and kind of getting deeper into. And I think it's it's fascinating um, what's happening with AI. But also, again, going back to why events is that uh, events has that that kind of human touch and the, the you know you have the conversations or you have the this happened to me yesterday actually I was at an exhibition and I bumped into four people that I knew I didn't know they were going to be there I was there on my own and I bumped into four people that I knew and it's just that kind of that that human kind of oh my gosh it's you you know hugs selfies at the events or conversations I haven't seen you for a while what are you doing here and and that is amazing um in terms of kind of serendipity but what what AI is also helping with is things like matchmaking. So actually you would go to an event and you would already have through the event app or, or, or a platform kind of people that, that the, um, the AI has identified for you to meet. So almost making the, the networking less serendipitous in that respect and more kind of um, smarter, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's, there are lots of different areas of events where AI is, is starting to have an impact and event tech is, is starting to kind of embrace those. So yeah, so there's still so much more to come, but it's, it's really exciting. But at the same time, we don't want to forget that events have that human touch. So um, in my mind, you know, events are always going to, to have a place for in-person events, face-to-face -face will always have a place. Um, and yeah, but we are going to be helped by AI to get there and to make the most of people's time when they're on events. Mm -hmm. I'm with you because I believe people are working with people and we, we need that human touch. Yeah. So talking about the, the leveraging events and uh, what leveraging pretty much all the materials you get out of that, I know yeah. it gives you tons of content. Let's be honest, you can do audio, video, hybrid, Right. You can yeah. use video snippets on YouTube, on, on social media. I don't know. Have a blog post on your website, use pictures, promote future events. Yeah. I'm sure the list goes on and on. 
It does. It does. And that's why that's why events can be so labor intensive, because there is so much planning and preparation mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the events themselves. But also, as you say, all the content that comes out of events, whether it's arranging, we were speaking about earlier, arranging videographers and photographers or mm -hmm. arranging for podcast recordings during conference sessions or then taking uh, conference feeds and, and editing and, and then creating content from those post event. And, and some organizers put those out there on free platforms, others will monetize that. So this is why events need so much thought and planning that we can't just be reactive. So when I say reactive, I say, you know, for example, say there's a there's a, an exhibition in two weeks, somebody sends you an invitation and you go, oh, somebody sent me an invitation, I must go and exhibit at this event. And you're being reactive to that invitation with no thinking around, okay, does this meet our event strategy? And actually it's two weeks away, you know, our our event strategy says we, we don't get involved with some in with something maybe less than four weeks out, we just don't touch it. You know, so mm -hmm. again, events, when you when you have events, you have to plan that into marketing, into social media, into your newsletter campaigns. So there is so much work that events need that also impact other areas of a business or organization that being reactive doesn't serve anybody because then you have to think about, you might have to think about, okay, do we have business cards? Do we have flyers? Do we have pull-up banners? Do we have merchandise? And and, and suddenly you're, you're kind of going into another space and, and everybody's stressing and you're working against that deadline. So what I'm saying about events and being proactive about them is that you can have that planned into a marketing calendar or into the the business calendar and then you know at what stage what your deadlines are and what your key milestones need to be and then what impact that has on you know your social media team or your copywriter or whoever so it's really really important to leverage events in a strategic way rather than sort of just jumping in and being reactive to an invitation to something and it's also really it's really what i find really interesting about events is that you can say okay this type of event leads us to this type of a of, of goal you know this takes us to our goal for client retention this type of event is going to help us generate leads this type of event will do leads and brand awareness so you can get really smart and actually quite excited by that idea of what different types of events can do for you and again like i said earlier is putting maybe some metrics against that and saying you know have this number of conversations or these number of leads and this is how we're going to follow up so this is our process so it is it's quite when you start to get into it each project can be quite uh, a, a lot of work but it's it's work that is rewarding and when you look at the roi of events as well events are are really really good value for money so that's another thing that as a business, if you're growing and scaling is, is to get serious about events again, strategically and proactively because they do offer really good ROI. Mm, that's, that's very interesting because uh, I'm honored to be your student here as you are helping me with Malaga Marketing Week. We are <laughs> hosting in September and yeah. I haven't thought about the event er ROI right now. So mm. we should have a discussion around that as well. <laughs> we should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now is the best time when you've got time on your side. It's the best time to look at ROI. It's the best time to look at follow up. You know, what are we going to do in the follow up process? What does the campaign look like? And again, mm -hmm. there are so many members of our team that are impacted 
because if we're creating social graphics, okay, who's creating that? Who's writing copy? Who's sharing this? Who's putting that and planning that into the newsletter campaign for September, October, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it really does help to break things down. Um, but at the same time, I hope what I'm saying isn't going to scare people off. I think it helps you to think more long-term about events and the right sorts of events, whether you are attending somebody else's, whether you're hosting your own, whether you're partnering, whether you sponsor or exhibit as well. But it's about identifying the, th the, the types of events and conferences, exhibitions, trade shows, etc., that are going to work for you. But the best mm -hmm. way you can identify what works for you is to go and test something. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a big, huge one. You know, what I do say to a lot of my clients is we start small, we take baby steps, and we give ourselves time because the, the, the thing you don't want to do is rush into something and then find that you haven't given yourself and your team enough time to plan for it. So this is when events can get rescheduled or postponed or the date moves because there just hasn't been enough time to, to plan and prepare for everything. So um, coming back to, to Malaga Marketing Week, I'm super excited about our involvement in that as well. And um, I know we're having lots of conversations about how we're going to make the most of that time. But um, destination events, again, are, are really are really interesting as well, because, again, post pandemic, people are combining business and leisure. And we were having that conversation <laughs> just before we hit the record button as well. But destination events, whether you're traveling by yourself to an event or with family and just making the most of that destination and that experience whilst you're there as well is, again, a really great use of time. But it's also, as the event organizer, attractive for attendees to go to somewhere that maybe they wouldn't go to otherwise or would only go on a on a leisure trip. So mm -hmm. it's it's really exciting to see what's out there and I'm loving the creativity and innovation that's out there at the moment around events. And uh, I encourage all the listeners to to kind of think outside the box, get creative and to 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 get really strategic about how you can leverage events. And when I say that you know, you might have one key event in your calendar. You might have 10. It doesn't matter about the number or the size of the events, but it's about making sure there's enough resource and enough planning and enough time and dedication given to them because of everything that you kind of have to put into an event. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my God, I could listen to you, you know, for hours, <laughs> but for the listeners, you can meet Ruby face-to-face -face in Malaga this September. So go check out Malaga malagavik.com, but Please share, where can people find you online? Because I believe they need your help when they are preparing, uh, you know, to, to use an event in their marketing because your strategy, uh, I mean, the, the way you think uh, alongside with marketing and uh, with the company's uh, goals uh, is very important. So please tell us, where can we find you? Online. Thanks, Marilise. Yeah, so online LinkedIn is the best place to find me. And also you can find me in the Powerful Marketers community. Um, I'm delighted that the Events Hub is a power partner of the Powerful Marketers um, community as well. So so we're, we're really delighted to be collaborating with you on, on this. And so, yeah, find me in the community, find me on LinkedIn and the eventshub.com as well is our website. So thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, I also wanted to mention that inside our community, I know that you are also offering this free 30 minute strategy call, you know, with, with everybody who needs that, right? 
Absolutely, yes, yes. So if you if you join the Powerful Marketers community, you'll find the link to my Calendly and we can schedule a 30 minute free consultancy chat. And uh, yeah, we can have a conversation like similar to the one we've had today or just anything around your burning questions with events. So yeah, that's, uh, that's another bonus as well. Thank you so much, Ruby. And uh, listeners, make sure to visit the eventshub.com webpage as well. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Marilise. No one wins alone. Be supported, inspired and connected with our community 24-7. Find the link in the show notes.